Whether you have a diagnosis or not, I don't care. I'll teach you how to find what's causing your health struggles using the blood work you already have right here on this podcast, but also in my new book, Why Are My Labs Normal? Go grab it on Amazon and let me know you love it and appreciate the knowledge by leaving a review for the book and for this podcast. This podcast is sponsored by my favorite supplement companies, Systemic Formulas and MyBiome. Come join me inside their private Facebook group for practitioners called Systemic Formulas Clinical Nutrition. For everybody else, go join them on Instagram at Systemic Formulas. All right, let's get started. All right, today's topic is the cholesterol panel. Now, as we've been joining on, we have people from all over the country, and we have people with various experiences with cholesterol, statins, and getting told their cholesterol panel is bad, and the whole works, everything in between. Let's talk today about the truth about cholesterol. I want to show you something that I haven't ever shared before, at least on this workshop. Okay, so to really understand cholesterol, let's understand. Oh, that's pretty. It's blue today. Cholesterol is a good guy in the right amount because he can get broken down or does get broken down into progesterone or testosterone. So maybe you've been told you have low testosterone. Your libido's in the toilet. You can't build muscle if you're a guy or even a girl. Um, Do you have enough cholesterol? Do you have enough healthy fats to make hormones? Because it continues from there. Testosterone gets converted into estrogen. Progesterone gets converted into our stress hormone, cortisol. So this thing we call cholesterol isn't a bad thing. It's a good thing in the right amount. And what I'm about to teach you is hidden underlying factors, the real reasons why cholesterol goes bad and what that bad range really should be with a very, very, very important pattern at the end. Okay, so if you've been told you don't have progesterone or you don't have estrogen, be sure this guy looks good. All right, if you have any questions, get those questions inside the chat and we will go back through them as we finish up. All righties, all righties. Here we go. So the healthy range for cholesterol is 150 to 200. Now I prefer to see people in that upper half. So I would like to see them between 175 and 200. And if you're over 200, I'm not gonna care. Unless maybe it gets over 250, then we'll take a look. The next up on the lipid panel that we're gonna discuss are the triglycerides. The triglycerides, Ideally, you want to have them be between 75 and 100. And then we look at the good guys, known as the HDL, 
between 55 and 100. Okay, these are the three numbers we're going to focus on. Because they're the most prevalent and the most important and they pertain to the pattern that we'll talk about. So what if, what if your cholesterol number is 270, your triglycerides are 145, and your HDL is 70? If your numbers fall outside of any of these ranges, particularly like above 250. So let's just say anything that you want to pay attention to above 250 on the cholesterol, and then anything above 100 or anything less than 55. So we're really focusing on less than 55 here, and we're really focusing on anything above 100 here, and then above 250. Here's the real reason for, quote, bad cholesterol. Three things, inflammation and then BS for blood sugar. So whatever you've been told about your cholesterol, if you want to really truly fix it and have a better cholesterol panel, heal your thyroid, stabilize your blood sugar, and find the source of inflammation and conquer it. That's going to go back to the CBC that we talked about on Monday. That is the hidden factor for inflammation, those infections, okay? So as you're looking through your cholesterol panel and you see a number of 310, but your triglycerides are 80 and your HDL is 70, that 310 will go back to this, these three factors. Give me a thumbs up. Does that make sense? Okay, thanks, Jamie. All right. Now, here's the important pattern. Cholesterol, let's use the number 200. We want to see it float around 200. Let's just say that. Then, the triglycerides, we want to see half of the cholesterol. So, we want to see it float around 100. Then HDL, we want to see that flow around half of the triglycerides. So we want to see it around 50. That's the good thing. When I see a cholesterol panel, I immediately do this first. Does it fit the pattern? Cholesterol of 260, a triglycerides of 135, and an HDL of 70. Does that fit the pattern? Yes. That's a good thing. What if it doesn't? What if you have 280, 85, and 70? I don't know why I keep hitting 70 on HDL, but I do. That breaks the pattern. So if it does, we have an indicator of autoimmune. Going in and tackling the triggers, killing the immune system, rebuilding the gut, that's what will fix a cholesterol panel that breaks the pattern. Now remember, autoimmune, we can tackle this stuff. 
We don't just have to live with autoimmune. And do I know what type of autoimmune it is? No. All I know is that the immune system is under lots and lots of stress. And because of the stress it's under, it's giving up and it's starting to attack our normal healthy tissue. Whatever tissue that attacks is based upon what your genes tell it. In my family, it's Parkinson's. In someone else's family, it might be Hashimoto's. In another person's family, it's Crohn's. But it all comes back to, we got to heal the immune system. And then we can go in and heal the tissue that's been under attack. Okay, autoimmune. If it breaks the pattern of half to half possible autoimmune. Does that make sense? Say yes in the chat, that makes sense. Then we'll start going through some examples here. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay, I'm glad it makes sense. No, there was a very important question that I just saw. You speak of autoimmune a lot. What exactly is this and how do you test? Okay, autoimmune. You know, I did an entire national TV segment on autoimmune because we don't even understand what it is, literally. Researchers don't understand what it is. Uh, Western medicine doesn't understand what it is. Most, most physicians of any type don't understand what it is. Autoimmune is simply this. When your immune system starts to attack your tissue, thyroid, your gut, your nervous system, your liver, um, things like Crohn's, IBS, IBD, ulcerative colitis, rheumatoid arthritis. Your immune system can even go in and attack your joints. Hashimoto's, Parkinson's, MS. All of these are just signs that your immune system was under stress. Figure out what's causing the stress, eliminate it, go back to the CBC, which we discussed on day one, that infection is most likely the big trigger, remove the trigger, add in some high dose vitamin D to give your immune system what it needs, and then reboot the gut, it is the immune system. Barbara, does that make sense? What an autoimmune disease is? It's not something that, I mean, if you would like, you can just manage and deal with the rest of your life. If you would like a different route, find it in the labs. Stick, stick together right here. Because I'm helping people conquer this stuff. I have a, a mom with MS. She got diagnosed with like five years ago. And this summer, she's going to do anything she wants. Because the MS is kicked to the curb. Okay. Evans syndrome last year. So Grayson, same approach. Always, 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 whether you have a diagnosis or you don't, always, always, always go back to the blood work. There's a reason why we started to show symptoms. And if those symptoms turn into a diagnosis, then that would be the result. But ultimately what your blood work is telling you is that your 
body is unhealthy. And here's the beauty of it. The lab work tells you what you need to do to get it healthy. The pieces of the puzzle. And once you have the pieces of the puzzle, now you can go from unhealthy to healthy and just watch as symptoms go away. That is like the huge premise in my book. Stop chasing symptoms. Focus on getting healthy. If you haven't grabbed your copy yet, go to drkileyburton.com and grab your copy. It's coming out early next month. Find this fascinating? Love what you just learned? Your blood work is loaded with answers. Find someone to help you read your blood work that I've trained, a practitioner that I've trained at drkileyburton.com slash practitioner dash directory. You'll be able to find the right person for you. Um, I love this question too. Why would labs show autoimmune in October when I know it was there, but then in labs in December, it didn't show up? When people ask me how many labs they want, get them all because that happens. One day you took a lab, you felt like crap. That's when the autoimmune shows up. Another day you take a lab and it was an okay day. It was a day where you had some more energy than normal. It won't show up there. The infections, these viruses especially, ebb and flow. One day you're exhausted and you have to take a nap to survive, maybe even order some takeout because there's no way you're cooking dinner. The next day, you have some more energy or the next week. You conquer the dishes, the laundry, and you cook dinner for everybody. That's where it would not show up in the labs. Does that make sense? Shout yes in the comments if that makes sense. I want to see it. Grayson, yes. Barbara, yes. Yes. Jamie, yes. Okay. That's how, that's why we love the labs because you can tell the story in the blood work. Tina, Yao, spot on. <laughs> uh, I love it because it's like I'm, I'm fortune telling, right? By the way, this is how you've been feeling because it's all right here in the labs. Even if you were told they were normal. <sighs> okay. Crazy, crazy. Yes, yes, yes. Vitamin D is the best out of the right dose to help bang out the immune system. If you have autoimmune, if you don't even know where to start, just start with vitamin D. Every cell needs it, especially the immune system. All right, and we're jumping back up here into the cholesterol panels that we've had as an example. Um, Let me write some of these down. So we have a cholesterol of 114, a triglyceride of 92, and an HDL of 44. Let's do this all together. Cholesterol 114. If we break it in half, what should it be? 55, give or take. Triglycerides are at 92. That's off. Then we break triglycerides at 92 in half. And that's 44. So the HDL is there. So two things with this panel. One, check autoimmune. And two, drastically get that cholesterol panel up. I bet those hormones are in the toilet. Speaking of 
how we do this. How do we get a low cholesterol up? Here's your supplement cheat guide. CVO, GF, because this is the thyroid supporter. Then we have sinulin, which is the blood sugar balancer. And if needed, the Catabo shake as well. Now, how do I come up with those? Why those three? Remember, thyroid, blood sugar, inflammation. Those are the underlying factors for a poor cholesterol panel. And that means even if it's low, if you have a cholesterol number of 114, your body does not have what it needs to make hormones. And everything else, cholesterol, good, good stuff comes from cholesterol. So start off with those three products, CBO, GF, Sinulin. Good? Okay. Carrie and then everybody else. Anytime the, tri the pattern breaks, doesn't matter the numbers, doesn't matter if it's low or high. Anytime the pattern breaks, autoimmune. So you have a cholesterol of 230, triglycerides of 77, HDL of 67, autoimmune. And I actually like that cholesterol number right there. I would prefer it to be on the higher side than the lower side. Cholesterol 200, triglycerides 132, and HDL 54. With that one, I would say it's pretty good because you're breaking it in half and half. Um, so I would focus more on the thyroid, blood sugar, and inflammation. Jamie, are they use the same numbers for kids? Uh, basically 12 years old and up. They don't really have numbers for like little, little kids. I guess maybe they do with all the obesity going around. Um, cholesterol, it may look like total cholesterol on your blood work panel. Okay, LE192 cut in half would be around 100 and then cut that in half again would be around 50. So that would break your pattern, autoimmune. Stacy, some very similar. Triglycerides and HDL does not break the pattern. But other than that, the numbers are within those ranges. It's pretty good. Tina, 187 to 58 to 59. Same thing. Autoimmune. Just think, guys. The pattern's the most important. Cholesterol, cut it in half. Is the triglycerides there? Then cut it in half. Are the H, is the HDL around that same area? I have a CBC with differential panel and CMP, and I don't see cholesterol. That's okay. Cholesterol is not going to be in a CBC or a CMP. Cholesterol is going to be included in a lipid panel. But you have other golden nuggets there. So you got your CBC, which has the infections and, the, and other things in there. You have the CMP, which has leaky gut, liver, and adrenal stuff from yesterday. Christine, we've got 274 cut in half, should be around 190. Triglycerides at 39, HGLs at 197. Autoimmune. Is there a pattern for LDL we should look for? Not for LDL. That's why we're just going to focus on those three. Cholesterol, triglycerides, HDL. If any of your numbers are outside of that range, like say, Carrie, your doctor's really worried about your LDL. It's 196, say. Go back to those three rules. Thyroid, 
blood sugar, and inflammation. When it looks pretty good still, are you focusing on CBO, GF, and Sinulin? Yes. Have you seen lipid panels from Canada? Those are different. Why are they so different? I have seen them from Canada, Janet, but they are very different. But it looks like the, the same pattern exists. Grayson, vitamin D is like the only thing that I would recommend taking all the time. That is my one staple of take it consistently, no matter what. So yeah, I would do the same pattern within those numbers, Ken, Janet. Okay, I love it. You guys, we just did 20 minutes of like intense cholesterol stuff. Take a big deep breath because now you know more about cholesterol than most people do with their lives, even most physicians. Um, Tanya, it depends with vitamin D. If you are taking a blood thinner medication like warfarin, you cannot take vitamin K. Other than that, most vitamin Ds are included with a bunch of other cofactors. Okay. Um, Heidi, it depends on how bad the cholesterol panel is, and it depends on how the other health aspects of your life are. Start off with just a simple one-month plan. But it may, mean, may need more work than just that to see a dramatic change. Um, okay, Toby, cholesterol at 329, triglycerides at 138, and HDL at 97. So, Toby, I would start with the CBO, GF, and Cinelin. If that doesn't get us anywhere, then I would transition over to an autoimmune. Just because that triglyceride is not as high as it should be if cholesterol is up at 330. It should be more around 215-ish. Yes, you can easily take those with testosterone and progesterone. And Tina, they will be better for you than taking testosterone and estrogen and progesterone. They're giving your body the ingredients it needs to make those hormones. So it'd be very beneficial to take with your hormone therapy. Good question. All right. Okay, for blood low, for blood sugar, would low HbA1c be a factor? Low, no, because HbA1c is a long-term blood sugar indicator. I would rather see it 4.8 than I would then see it 6.8. Use more of your blood glucose. So the the blood sugar level that is right there in the moment in your blood, the time it was drawn to determine your blood sugar stabilization for this, for this aspect. Because that's going like this throughout the day. Whereas A1C is more of a three-month overview of what's happening. Does that make sense, Carrie? Okay, cool. Uh, 5.4 A1C high. I think that's right. Right, perfect. I would I would say anything less than 5.8 is good. Um, after I purchase, is there less? Okay, guys. I got this question earlier from an email too. Whatever labs you have are the labs that we use. And I can almost guarantee you have the labs that we need. Oh, Ellie. <laughs> I do recognize your, yeah. And I did see your email and yes, you have the labs you need. Things like the CBC, the metabolic panel, the lipid panel, the, the vitamin D, 
Um, most of you have exactly what you need, what you have. We just utilize it. And very rarely do I say you need additional labs. What if the sodium and potassium say serum mixed to them? That's all right, same thing. That just means that the sodium and potassium in the blood at that moment. Serum is another name for blood. If a doc won't run all the labs, where would one go? You can order your own labs at places like Quest online. Um, practitioners, I know some of, several of you are on here. Rupa Health has a good online lab sort of service. Um, for hormones, I prefer ZRT. But if you guys Google, like, draw my own blood or order my own blood work, you'll have several come up where they will actually ship the kit to your house. And it's sometimes it's even cheaper than going through your doctor and insurance. Okay, a couple more questions here. Glucose at 111, the A1C reads 6.5%. Um, Barbara, I would start, I would get to work on that, on that blood sugar stabilization because you don't want them to go any higher. Sinulin will become your, a great friend for you right now. And then let's get inside your other labs and see what else is going on in your health to mess with that blood sugar. Because if you get past 6.5, that's when you get the diabetes red flag. But it's okay. We can handle all that stuff too. <sighs> okay, cool. Wasn't that just loads of gold? Keep the gold coming by grabbing my book on Amazon, Why Are My Labs Normal? Go grab it, let me know you love it, and appreciate the knowledge by leaving a review, both for the book and for this podcast. Share it on your social media too. I'm here to help, Dr. Kylie.